Hello and welcome back to the FNF podcast. Today we're going to do a ranking of the most expensive signings of each Premier League club. So we've got each club's most expensive signing and we're going to tier them. But before we do that, I'm going to uh, introduce you. I'm Ewan and today I've got uh, a piston broke, if you can see there. Oh, jazzy. Very yeah. jazzy. It's a, a hoppy golden ale, uh, so it's Very nice. pretty nice. <laughs> nice to see, uh, nice to see. And uh, we've also got the regulars. We've got uh, Alex. Hello, um, I am currently drinking a Cronenberg, um, but later I will be moving on to a Stella. And if needs be, um, I don't have uh, any uh, cold lager left, so you'll have to forgive me, boys. It may have to be a can of Strongbow. Oh, Ooh. I'm just as disappointed in myself as you are. Uh, the heartburn is not going to be fun. <laughs> um, I'm also, I would like to point out, at Wembley Stadium today. Um, I think the pitch looks lovely. And um, what's the story behind that? Yeah, there is a little story behind that. Um, yeah, uh, the reason why is because it's not too long ago to the day where I had a very good day out there when Tottenham were there and Sam Salomon Rondon uh, put West Brom in the lead. We ended up drawing, but you know. And we went down and we were shit. But that was a good day. And uh, I'd like to see where Mr. Newell is at. Alex, I'm standing here outside the San Siro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone for the uh, San Siro just because I love my Italian football culture. And sadly, this ground, I won't be able to be outside it for much longer, as I believe it's been knocked down in 2023 because it doesn't have any cultural significance, apparently. But, you know... That's not for me to judge. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to match it with an Italian lager, but I've gone for one of Spain's finest exports. I don't think you can see it, but it's a San Miguel. You already know. Best bottle of beer there is. Yeah, good quality chain. So, yeah, mm. I'm excited. Mm. And uh, I forgot to mention, I'm at uh, St. James's Park, and uh, that is just because we all know about the greatest football film of all time and that is goal i think that's uh where most of newcastle's recognition comes from <laughs> yeah i think so ironically no goals today at st james park they could have done with santiago <laughs> today, <laughs> couldn't they? yeah oh we could all do with him almost as good as <laughs> he's almost as good <laughs> so uh to introduce you to the tears at the bottom we've got uh get rid of it get rid of it <laughs> and that's for people that we think have uh just not performed anywhere near up to their expect expectation obviously that's the bottom tier uh and then there's not worth the price tag again a little bit uh self-explanatory then we've got solid sign-in just who's done well for their price. Probably probably uh, you'd expect that off someone of their price. Then we've got keep the change. Someone that we're happy with. They've done well and uh, we'd, uh, we'd even give them a little bit extra as a, a bit of a Brucey bonus. And then uh, we've got bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> and that's reserved for the best sign-ins. So uh, should we get right into it? I think we should. See, see. All right. Uh, are we uh, are we going to go alphabetical order and start? Oh, I, I like alphabetical order. I do like alphabetical order. So as long as you're confident in it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he wasn't last time. Yeah, <laughs> if they've listened to yesterday's, then they uh, they will know that I wasn't quite very well. Wasn't very oh. good with my alphabet. Or grammar, clearly. Or, well, <laughs> can't 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 all be great. No. Uh, no. So where are we putting Nicholas Pepe? Uh, Gig, I think you should go first. I feel like you might have some opinions. Uh, yeah, I went for average at best. Um, Which and, isn't it? Uh, I don't. I don't think you did. <laughs> I, went, uh, I went for yeah. I went for solid signing. Apologies. Um, so, um, yeah, seven goals and six assists in forty-two games. Um, the price tag is woeful. Seventy-two million. Um, I don't think. I think it's too early to say he's not worth the money. Um, just uh, he's 25 and he'll take some time to adjust to the Premier League and I do think there is some serious talent there so I think for what he could become I would put him as a solid sign Alex what do you what do you think about that um I'm going to say not worth the price tag because I think if he was maybe two three years younger I could understand it but I, I think 72 million for a 
for like as Gig said, 13 goals and assists in 42 appearances. Like it's that's not good enough for 72 million and for a side of well, not Arsenal's quality, but what Arsenal should be. That is just not good enough. And I I've I've seen him play really well at times and I've seen flashes of a good player in there, but he's oh, I think he's been shit, really. And I've gone for not worth the price tag. Yeah, he's uh, one of the Premier League's most expensive players and he's not a nailed-on starter for Arsenal. Uh, he's been there for a season and almost a half. Uh, had 42 appearances and about a third of them coming off the bench. Uh, and then they felt like they've had to get reinforcements and got Willian in uh, to cover yeah. him as well. And I, I think that i definitely go not worth the price tag. I know what you're saying, Gig, about the... Uh, still waiting on him because there's still time but I think so far he's, he's definitely yeah, been yeah, not yeah. worth it when you put it like in the sense that he's not starting I do feel he should be starting but yeah mm. someone of that price tag should be one of the first names on the team sheet hopefully yeah. Ty from Arsenal Fan TV hasn't uh, doesn't see that because he will not be happy well, he is Alex you're a disgrace I hope West Brom get relegated <laughs> 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 So right, uh, are we, are we sticking him in not worth the price tag? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. Go I think it. so. Okay. I hope West Brom get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Made that joke. Yeah, already yeah, used that, mate. Twice. He did. So uh, on to the next sign-in. Uh, Ollie Watkins. Gig, I'll let you lead with uh, uh, your expertise. Yeah. Uh, I'll shoot on what lad. Um, I think he's took to the Premier League extremely well. I think... Uh, six goals and two assists in 14 games. He's hit the woodwork four times, though, and had two of the marginalist VAR goals ruled out um, you will ever see. Um, I think he does so much more off the ball as well. Like he, he's, His goals, contributions are good, but his hold-up play is superb. His work rate is unbelievable. The only thing that stopped me putting him in, keep the change, is that we did pay £33 million for him, and you should... It's the kind of performance you should be getting for a thirty-three million pound striker. So I'd go solid signing uh, for now. Um, I would have to completely agree. I'd also say you paid thirty-three million, and he's on what seventy k a week, which is a lot of money. Um, so it's not also just that initial price tag. Like there's a big wage there, and it was a big gamble, I think, actually from Villa. But I do think he's paid off. I actually did have him in keep the change, but the one thing that was making me think I'm not going to argue for any solid signings is the very expensive price and wage. The one thing the one thing I would say is for a 25-year-old English striker who scored 24 goals last mm. season, I don't think 28 it's million not pounds, which was the base fee, is is we've been ripped off, if you know what I mean. But it is a little no. pricey. Yeah. And as yeah, you um, said about the four million for Exeter, keeping the small clubs afloat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afloat. Massive. You know, good for them. Uh, I had him bordering on keep the change. Uh, I think I'd probably go solid sign-in. I think like he probably has he has justified his price tag definitely, and if he keeps it up by the end of the season, he'll easily be in keep the change. I think you look at other players uh, that have been other strikers anyway that have been in bought in that are probably more than him. Sort of your your Hallers and Joe Linton. Yeah. then uh, is he's actually one that's come in and performed. I know at the start of the season, I was saying, oh, uh, it's a lot of money for for him, but uh, I think he's definitely proved his worth. Uh, but for now, I'd go solid signing, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, and he's nice. Yeah, he does seem like a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like in footballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even have to be good. Uh, so, Brighton... We've got Webster. Yeah. Um, I spoke to my housemate who's a Brighton fan about this one because the first time I ever saw him play was when he was at Burton Albion, unless it's a different Webster. I'm pretty sure it is the same bloke. Should have checked that, really. Um, <laughs> but how many how many centre-backs who are blonde and start the first name A, uh, last name Webster, you know? Um but yeah, I think he's a good player. I think he's basically just a solid Premier League centre-back. Um, Brighton are, like as I said, my housemate's a big fan of him. Maybe a bit expensive, but he's also young for a centre-back. He's only 25, and centre-backs often can still be in their prime at 32. 
I think if Brighton get relegated, he would definitely be a really big player in helping them get back up there if they could. So I would say solid signing. Um, I think not worth the price tag would be harsh. And I think he, the change would be a bit of a, an exaggeration on his ability. So he, uh, he's never played for Burton Albion. Here's where I find it out. <laughs> Oh, it's a different, <laughs> different, <laughs> different guy. Maybe it's Portsmouth. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. um, I think doing? what I'd say about it is it was bought in last summer, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and so last summer, they would have also had Ben White knocking about and they loaned him out to Leeds. And uh, like Ben White, someone that you could have put in there, who's a good player. So their record signing, I'd, I'd maybe say is not worth the price tag because they already had someone in that position that they could fill. Uh, yeah, he's if, you very, uh, if you get my logic. He's very highly sought after uh, Ben White as well. I, mm. I haven't seen too much of him, but everyone, there seems to always be like a transfer room about him. Um, oh, I, him back. I think... Um, I think it's a sound signing, personally. Um, I think 20 million is a lot for a club like Brighton, but a 25-year-old centre-back. Um, for uh, 131 clearances in 46 games and only one error leading to goal. Um, should only get better, really. So for me, it's a solid signing. But I think solid signing is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll whack him in solid signing then. Mm. Okay, this is uh, where the alphabet gets. Burnley. Burnley, Burnley. Burnley. Okay, uh, I think Ben Gibson, uh, he comes in for me as uh, the first. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. He's played, I think I think it's six times in the last two years. Um, he's obviously been a bit unlucky with injuries, but he's not going to be able to, well, he's not been able to displace me or Tarkovsky out of that um, team or even Kevin Long or anyone else in that Burnley squad. And uh, I just think if he's been there for two years and he's not played at all and they spent £15 million on him, that is a massive waste of money. And for a club like Burnley, that's probably got to be a get rid of it. Get rid of it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, for me, um, especially like you see Sean Dykes talk about so much about the club's lack of finances. And how many players he's gone in for. He said about Ollie Watkins actually, and they just can't get him over the line because ultimately they can't afford him. So the fact they've spent fifteen million pounds on a player who's played, I think he's played one Premier League game from in two seasons. Mm. Um, he's unlucky in a sense with injuries and how established me and Tarkovsky are because they are both good players. But yeah, has to be get rid of it for me. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. First, get rid of it. That's interesting though. Well, uh, next up, we have Kai Havertz. Uh, I think that might be our second get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it's pretty hard to, to get rid of it after, uh, what, 15 games in the Premier League. Like... I did think I was harsh. Uh, yeah, but... for me, it's a solid signing. Purely absolutely not for me. Absolutely not. He's 21. He's 21 years of age. Um, He's had coronavirus. He's been played out of position numerous times. He got 12 goals and six assists in 30 Bundesliga games last year. So he can obviously play. He's nailed on to become world class for me. I think he's superb. And I'd be keeping the change if he performed anything like he can. Um, but yeah, obviously, he, he has been poor, so he's a solid signing for me. He um, come good. I will I think... backtrack a bit on get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I'll say that that's a bit harsh, but he has got two goals and assists in the hot, in the Premier League this season. Like that's 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 the same amount of money that Arsenal paid for Pepe. Yeah, but and. He's also no, he, he's four years he's younger on, than Pepe, and he's played a season less. So. You get he's a hat trick against Barnsley as well. Besides <laughs> Barnsley, tough place to go. Mm. He's obviously a very good player, and he's obviously got bags of talent, and will be uh, up there one day. Will be world ca- class, I'm sure of it. But I think from how he's been performing uh, and just what's been going on with him, he was 
been not worth the price tag so far. Uh, I think obviously he will become a solid sign and will keep the change, but so far for me is I, I think not worth a bloody the price bloke. tag. A bloody bloke. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah. In in due course, oh, I, I'm sure oh, maybe he will, will in a few be. years. But oh. at the moment, he's not worth the price. He's been not worth the price tag. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I think you're I'll expecting more off a, a 72 million pound signing. I know he's obviously young and he will become that. Uh, but I think so fine. far, I think like post lockdown, he was one of the best players in the Bundesliga. Like, yeah, but this is a Premier League podcast. Well, it's not Premier League podcast. It's, <laughs> nah, uh, I'm only I'm only it's a, but, it's a but, culture but, podcast. Is what it yeah. Is. So. I, like obviously we can know we know he's got the talent from watching him in the Bundesliga and seeing what he can do there. However, in terms of how he's performed since his move to Chelsea, is just not not been up to scratch. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to Palace then? Uh, yeah. Benteke. What do we think, boys? Um, Gig, I'll let you go first. Um, yeah. Um... Unplayable at Villa um, for a couple of seasons. Um, I remember when everyone he was there was a genuine argument whether he was better than Lukaku or not. And I think yeah, I, but he wasn't his first Premier League season at West Brom. Yeah, and yeah, he still yeah. scored fifty the, the the fall from grace is mighty. Um, he has torn his Achilles, and he hasn't really been the same since. But for a club like Palace, spend twenty seven million on him. He did score fifteen goals in his first season. Um, but he scored nine goals in the next 82 games since then. I think he scored three goals this season. And the worst thing you can say about him is how, how surprised people were that he scored three goals. Um, <laughs> so for me, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Um, yeah. Go on, Ewan. Go on, Ewan. I like I, well, I was going to say, yeah, his, his first season it kind of could give him some sort of maybe it's not worth the price tag. But when you you record signing, you expect them to be be more, be, be decent for a good couple of seasons, not just one. So I, I'm agreeing he's a, he's a get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it is but, sad to see because the goals he scored in the worst Villa team I've seen, like if, if we had Prime Benteke now, as, long, as much as I like Watkins, Prime Benteke now would, wreak havoc in that team right? it would if only um, you had uh, Lukaku and he was yeah pro- yeah that would be even better yeah not um, quite as good um, I've I've said not worth the money um, but I'm not really going to put up a strong argument because that is a very valid thing to say get rid of it especially when Palace aren't exactly like a club that have got loads to spend especially if Benteke's been there what four years now and they've not broken their transfer records since then so I think that does have to be taken into account as well. So I'll happily agree with get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> uh, and so on to Gilfie Sigurdsson. Okay. Yeah, I think um, Gilfie's a good player. Um, a bit inconsistent though. Like he's, His goals and assists, stats are okay uh, for sort of centre midfielder, attacking midfielder. But I think Everton, especially right now, have got other midfielders who can do the same job most of the time um, a little bit better and a bit more consistently. I think he was really good at Swansea. He was okay at Tottenham. He's been a bit better at Everton, but I think overall with a 45 million price tag, he's not worth that. No, I I, I agree. He's obviously a a class player and uh, he's had spells of being uh, brilliant. Uh, But for that 45 million price tag, I think he's... Pretty, pretty firmly going in, not worth the price tag for me. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I really like him as a player. Um, but I think been, I forgot they paid this much. I think they've been absolutely stiffed for 45 million. Um, I think he's one of, the, for a while, he's been one of the best set piece takers in the league. Um, free kicks, penalties, corners, the lot. Um, and uh, he played every game of the 2018 19 season and got 13 goals and six assists, which are like, world-class numbers, I'd say, but eight goals and eight assists in the other 76 games is not good enough. I think his overall Premier League record, if you look at him, he he does look a really good underrated player, but not a £45 million player at all. Not worth a price tag for me. Yeah, I think uh, when you look at other players they've got in since as well, like for him to be their record signing, it's like... Yeah, I think they've done 
I think a little bit of that is they've done super business though with like Decore and Alan and Rodriguez. But yeah, I know what you mean. And Rich Alderson as well has been. been yeah, Gomez. They won their first but game with Alan, didn't they? Since he signed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then uh, they've also uh, spent what thirty six million on Alex Awobi. He's been, he oh, looked all right this year. No, he's an he's, awful he's looked all right, but again, he's like he's been good living. this year. He's thirty six million. That is that is wild. This is the first time Awobi's looked like an average Premier League yeah, player agree, to me. But he's been he's been quality at times this year. No, he is a good player. He's he's, he's definitely he's good. not. He's okay. He's oh, Alex, said, Alex said he's not, so he's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex also said uh, Layman was, uh, just wasn't quite sold on him, were he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, obviously, yeah. yeah, he was a good keeper, but, you know. Like, he was all right, wasn't he? He was all right. He, he'd have, I reckon he'd have got in the uh, Baggies team at the time. Um, <laughs> I think we had Russell but Not, not now we have Sam Johnson. Eh? No, now we got Sam Johnson. I had to edit some of that rant out, didn't we? But... Uh, yeah, let's move uh, on to Angisa. Okay, Angisa. Uh, what do you think about Angisa gig? Um, I've gone for a sound signing. Um, if you look at his Premier League record, it's pretty poor. Um, he's lost 24 of his 37 Premier League games. Um, but this year, he's probably been one of Fulham's best players. Um, and I think he's been a big part of their improvement. He's never had an error leading to goal. He's got two assists already, which for a team who won't score a hat full of goals um, is pretty good. Um, he's got a 7.25 average who scored rating this season compared to a team average of 6.64, um, which I think tells you pretty standout in that team. He did cost 22.8 million, which I think is a bit steep, but then he is only 25, I believe. And I think anyone who's got a double barreled first and second name deserves to be a sound signing. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, he goes yeah, straight yeah. into solid um, signing, definitely. I'm going to agree with you. I think every time I've watched him play, especially when he's played alongside Lamina, I've thought that they look like a proper Premier League um, midfield pairing. I think he, I think Fulham are uh, actually not that bad size. I don't think they'll go down, and I think he's one of the reasons why. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, who to next, is it? It's Rodrigo. Uh, Rodrigo of Leeds. Or Rodri. Well, oh, no, it is Rodrigo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, how much Bunyan. was that? 26 million? Um, yeah, yeah I think so. It's your city, you know the impact he's had. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many statues are there of him yet? Uh, there's. No, I don't think there's a mural yet. Oh, oh, that's a shame. But then he isn't, he isn't a Bielsa or, or Calvin Phillips. No. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think he's probably not been their most impactful player by any stretch this year, uh, and so I'd probably lean towards not worth the price tag. But I guess the jury's still out on him, uh, and he's still got time to prove. I think like for the player he is, uh, like I think Valencia were going for a bit of monetary troubles and had to offload players, so they probably didn't get him for as much as he may have cost at that time. So. Potentially a solid signing, but um, I think I might lean more towards not worth the price tag. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Um, he's not got great goals. I think he's got three goals this season. And I mean, one of them was in that 5 0 the other day, which was heavily deflected. Um, he, he has been playing centre midfield, which you've got to give to him because Bamford has played much better than anyone else expected. And I, I think if you're a striker and you're playing centre midfield, then you've got to be. If he's, if he's starting, then you've got to give him some respect for that. But I think to say solid signing is an overstatement. Well, um, I, I know, uh, I think of Valencia, like, although he played as striker a lot, he was sort of, it wasn't necessarily an, an out-and-out goal scorer and mm. was there to add a lot to the team. So he can sort of play in different positions. But what were you going to say, Gig? Um, for me, he's a solid signing. I think it's the nature of the Premier League now that it's another big price tag. Um, I was a little bit surprised when Leeds got him um, because I don't think he's a sort of rely on him 10, 15 goals a season. But mm. I think, like Alex said, like Bamford has been better than anyone expected, I think. And he sort of had to reinvent himself and play centre mid. I know a centre mid in a Bielsa team is, is not too different to playing striker, <laughs> but like, I think he's been good. Um, I think he's hit the woodwork four times, which is worth mentioning. Um, well, his finishing is very good then. 
Well, he's, he's there or thereabouts. He's getting the opportunities. He's going to get chances yeah. in that league's team. Um, he scored 27 goals in 68 games for Benfica. And for me, that that was uh, that was some time ago now, but that is, that's a good level for me. Um, and yeah, I just think, I think he's a, a solid sign for him. I think I wouldn't want to play against the likes of him and Rafinha. I think he gives Leeds a real fear factor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think, yeah, it's a, it might be a bit harsh to put him in not worth the price tag. Uh, okay. so think, I'm not. I'm not right. massively against it. It's going to be the first time that I'm actually nice to Leeds. I think on this podcast. So uh, yeah. keep my son. <laughs> yeah. See right. if you we'll, find we'll a way to uh, to not, be mean about not many, uh, this podcast. Not many belt in, belt in transfers in this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, does that who does that move us on to? T Elements. Oh yeah. I'd now, like that to, is a, that is a good transfer. This for me is our first bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. Hey. <laughs> Oh, oh really? Wow. Big call. Yeah, big wow. me. Um, I think if Leicester are spending forty million on a player, like Leicester normally are quite shrewd. If you know what I mean, they buy mm. they buy quality players, but they don't spend huge amounts. No. But Rian the amount, the amount of football he's played, he's twenty three. He's got thirty four caps with Belgium. He started at Anderlecht when he was sixteen. Played one hundred thirty nine games with them. Then played forty seven games for Monaco. Um, he's now. Mm. He's settled into the Premier League already. He's been there two years, including his loan. And I think this year in particular, they've they've really appreciated him because indeed he's been missing for a large part of it. And they, mm. they well, they missed him, but they're third in the league, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of that's down to them. So for me, he is a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. Hey. <laughs> um, I'm convinced. I had him in keep the change. Um, I think 40 million is not... It's not too much for a club if, like Leicester, if they're trying to challenge to become yeah. one of the big sides. And, and I just think he offers box to box, doesn't he? He offers. Yeah. I think he offers box to box, and I, he, like he scored, he scored some more like goals. If I uh, yeah, yeah. he certainly knows where the goal is. He's such a top yeah. player. I think like five years time, we'll be looking at one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Ewan. You yeah, know, uh, I know he was he was uh he was very hot stuff before before going to Leicester like uh one of those that's been been around for a while a bit of a mm. been around for a while like bit career of a mode merchant. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um no I think I think he's definitely increased his value substantially like if he was to get sold anywhere and as you said he it will, probably will be one of the best midfielders uh in the Premier League in five years time if he's still there but uh yeah I think. I did but also have him first, in keep the change, but uh, let's I'm let's lock him in, in for bloody bloke. a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. So our very first bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> it's good to see. Very good to see, boys. Patrick would be so proud. <laughs> well, I think we're going to have a second bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> <laughs> when that happens. I had breakfast, didn't even wash my hands. It's like a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. Yeah. <laughs> hey. uh, right. But yeah. This man, I'm sure, does wash his hands, especially with the coronavirus. Uh, Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk. We all laughed at him when the uh, transfer fee was first reported. But £75 million now seems like pocket change for what Virgil van Dijk has done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And even even with him being out for what's going to be the whole season, uh, I think what he's done already, he's got Liverpool there. Oh, been a massive part in getting Liverpool there, Champions League and Premier League. Is uh, is our second bloody bloke for me? A bloody bloke. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh. Yeah, I remember watching him when he first signed for Southampton. One of his first games, and uh, Rondon was still at the Albion. And he just absolutely pocketed him. Like Rondon didn't touch the ball. And, like, <laughs> hey, Rondon weren't bad. He's he's got a few decent goals for the He weren't a goal scoring player, but he just didn't touch the ball. And Van Dyke, like he ran the Southampton team from centre back. And I thought he was absolutely class then. And I was like, I'm surprised that Southampton have got him. He'll go to someone else. Yeah, if you look um, at uh... There's some of his highlight compilations at like Celtic as well. Uh, mm. I think whereas on like uh, free kicks and getting some goals you shouldn't be getting from centre back, he's uh, just a, a great all round player. Really, yeah, it's tough to yeah. say anything about him that hasn't already been said. But 
yeah that stood out when i noticed when i was looking i was just trying to find something that isn't obvious and he played every game in the two c two premier league seasons that liverpool massed 196 points i think he took <sighs> liverpool from being this kind of gung-ho football team to like a, a five-four team, team to a five-nil team yeah a team you just you just don't score against so particularly with allison as well um and i think an underrated part of his game is the goal he gets because I think outside of the front three, he's probably their top scorer, definitely last season. I think mm. like Henderson and Wijnaldum is not really the strength of their game. I think he no, got five goals well. last season, four goals the year before, and every goal he seems to get is important. I mean, it's not surprising he scores from corners with his presence yeah. in the air, but yeah, he, he is outstanding. And it's kind of nice to see a player who hasn't had it easy as well, if you know what I mean. I think when he was like 22, he was still at Groningen, like... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's nice to see a player just, like, work his way up to what he's become. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to say about him as well is uh, it's a bit of a Tony Pulis story. And do you, I'm sure you'll all remember Serge Nabry getting half an hour at the Albion when he was on loan. I think that time he did uh, play really well in that half an hour. Um, but West Brom's head scout at the time, uh, when Pulis was in charge, was trying to sign Van Dyke. Uh, from Celtic about the year before I think uh, Southampton did and Tony Pulis said why the fuck am I signing him uh, he's shit and now look at him he probably tried playing right back we would have had a Champions League <laughs> he'd have played him holding midfield he played Johnny Evans holding midfield a few times he'd have been sacked Tony Pulis yeah 45 days and it's good to see he'll never get a job in football again it's <laughs> a bit harsh he might be watching uh, he ruined our club he ruined our club Right, anyway, let's move on to Manchester <laughs> City. <laughs> uh, Rodri. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of like to go first on Rodri, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you two take the reins I on thought, this one. I thought I, you'd have something to say about Rodri. I think he gets a lot of stick. I think, for me, he's keep the change um, because of what he'll become. For me, he like Busquets is one of the cleverest um best midfielders I've ever seen but I do see him very much fitting into that mould and I don't say that lightly because Busquets is phenomenal um, underrated and I think like like lads who run Instagram pages in 10 years will be slagging off Busquets because he didn't get that many goals or assists but they never actually saw him play and I think yeah. the same will be for Rodri and for how good he is now at 24 I think the position he plays he'll probably be at his best when he's 30 so mm. I think he's going to be so good there. And yeah, for me, he's keep the change. Um, most passes in the league this year. I know that sort of comes with Guardiola ball, but yeah, for me, for me he's, he's super up. He's played a lot of matches as well. Yeah, like just, last season, he played nearly every game. Yeah, they just they, they just played a little bit too much for him to be a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> for me, but I think he's keeping Fernandinho out of the team. And mm. yeah, for me, he's top. I have no stronger opinions on this one. So you and if you've got anything that you really want to put him into solid signing for, uh, no, no, I think uh, I'm I'm happy to put him in. Keep the change. The only thing I'd say is that we're we it's not uh, about what they'll become, uh, as much as what they are or mm. what they've done. Uh, and I, I'd kind of sort of think that maybe is a solid signing. But if you'd like to go for keep the change gig. I will. I think it feels quite strongly. Yeah, I think for what it'll become, but if, it depends, doesn't it? But I think like a lot of what they paid for him is his potential. If you know what I mean, he's one of them as well. He's played a lot of football at a very young age for for the Leicester. He played. And yeah, Villarreal. I want to say I could be wrong. But. He played thirty six games last year, I think, which is like a lot for a first yeah. season as well. Like yeah, so he's, I, he's, I think he is that the best player for me. Like mm. yeah. Okay, right, I, we'll, I don't, uh, I don't mind having him there. We'll keep the change. Uh, then on to someone that might be, uh, might be a bit of a, a debating point. Uh, Paul Pogba. Um, can I just say, I was so, I've literally written down. Honestly, not got a clue. So incredibly inconsistent. I'll genuinely accept any judgment if people feel strongly, because there are days when he can be the best midfielder in the league, and there are days when he cannot. As well, might as well not be on the pitch. So I, I think you're a bit of a Pogba fan, aren't you, Rig? Uh, not really. Are you not? Not I really. 
No, uh, like I, he's obviously a brilliant, brilliant player. And if if we were rating it on how good the player is or like what their ability is, then I think there's no question for me that he's a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's what they've done for the for the club, uh, or, or whether they've justified that transfer. And obviously, uh, like we were saying with Loris. Like maybe Laurie's World Cup winning captain doesn't isn't like going to be the headline, but Paul Pogba was uh, um, like m- more a of an integral part. part of that World Cup winning side, and I think he is a brilliant, brilliant player. But I think for what he's done at United, you're expecting someone that's uh, consistently doing well, playing week in week out, uh, and for me, for the contract he's on for the amount of money he was bought in to in terms of what he's done on the pitch at United, he's not worth the price tag. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, for that. me, he's he's get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I think get rid of it is harsh. More no. more I know I know he's got ability, but it's more the problems he causes. He's not worth the hassle. He doesn't perform enough to warrant the off pitch bullshit that his agent can come out and say that he doesn't want to be at the biggest club in the world and they've taken him for a fool and like second biggest and for me it's it's just who's bigger hang on hang on i want to pause who's bigger than man united unless you say real madrid Madrid. okay right in terms of like i thought he was going to say liverpool but yeah it's just it just annoys me so much i hate him like i just (laughs) He's like, if you actually look at his numbers, everyone would be like, why does everyone hate Pogba? Like, he's got 26 goals and 26 assists in 123 games. But it's just like, how many how many big games you've seen him dominate? The, the one standout performance I can think of is when Man City were tuning up and if they won, they'd won the league. They'd already 15 points clear. They were going to win the league. It was a case of when. And I think Pogba got a goal and an assist and they won 3-2 and they spoiled the party, but Man City still run the league. Um, yeah, obviously I didn't watch every Man U game, but that's the only one that sticks out to me in four years. We still don't know his best position, and I just think I don't know. Even Paul Scholes said it like I can only think of like four times he's played well for Man United. He's because of the excess baggage that comes with him. I'd get rid of him. Get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to yeah. get rid of it for the controversy. I know. I think. I think it's it's definitely uh, a toss up between them. But then, is that what? How many goals, goals and assists did you say it was? Uh, twenty six and twenty six in one hundred and twenty three. I think. See, that is yeah, very that, good. But then, how many goals has he cost them? Like, how many times have you seen? I don't think he's cost that many. And they have won the Europa League with him. Yeah, but uh, that, who cares about the Europa League? Is that what League? they said? Like, oh, Paul. Mm. Uh, we want to buy Paul Pogba to win the Europa the League. Level. No, I, I, I was going to say, yeah. League. If you're Man United, the Europa League is not your target. Yeah, and it's they Pogba need to still, be winning the Champions League. Is Pogba the most expensive uh, Premier League signing of all time? I think it, it's, uh, under Lukaku it might have been 90 million. It's, it's between the two, but hmm. it's like a, I think it's like a million in it. But yeah, it depends what source yeah. you read. But if it was Lukaku, then we'd be talking about Lukaku, not Pogba. Uh, well, source, isn't it? Um, yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I think for what for what they bought him in for, uh, and what you're expecting with that price tag, and sort of, you, as you said, you're not you're not expecting to come in to win them the Europa League. You're expecting them to kick on and start winning Premier League trophies again. But then he's he's caused a lot of problems. But I think it would just be a little bit unfair to be get rid of it. And I think that he's, he is, for me, he's not worth the price tag. I'll agree with you. And I don't mind putting him there. The but... one thing I would say is I do think he's gone in January. I think Fred and McTomney are keeping him out of the team now. But yeah. And Van der Beek. I think Van der Beek should get more game time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a lot of Pogba chat. Um, sure he's, he's a agent controversial figure, that. though, isn't he? It was always he, is. he is a controversial figure. Mm. Uh, yeah. And if so you asked me a year on. ago, I probably Ooh. would have uh, defended him a bit more. But uh, it's just come on too long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is fair. Mm. Right. I think, so I think when, when Mark Goldbridge says to keep him out of the team, that's when I, I put my hand <laughs> up and have to agree. <laughs> 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 
so Joe Linton, uh, what do we reckon about this? Um, I've written down seven goals and assists in 52 league games for £40 million. Explains itself for a striker. That is get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I will completely agree. He's, he's not... He's not been, he's not done what he's been brought in to do. He's not got them goals or anything. He's a get rid of it for me. He's, he's been a bit of a flop. Um, mm. I would disagree. And I think it's got him out of trouble in a bit is just how much they spent on him. I don't think you can... I don't think Newcastle are in a position where they can get rid of a £40 million player after 50 games. And he's still 23-24. He might become something, if you know what I mean. I don't think they've got the luxury yeah. <laughs> I understand like the quality well, showing I, I, three goals in 53 games is get rid of it standard, but because they spent so much, I wouldn't be. We've got to get him out of our club as soon as possible, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I, I find mean, it like, interesting I, though. Like, go on, you and I'll let you go. Well, I was, I, I know it's not like uh, get him out of the club tomorrow, but it's kind of like if you could play the old Uno reverse card on that transfer and just act like it never happened. That's how I'm sort of judging these. That, yeah, they've just yeah. been they've uh, they're just not not been worth it in the slightest. They've like mm. when you spent forty two million on that, that's sort of just a terrible bit of business. I just think yeah. if you saw him in three years banging in banging in goals and you you'd be like as a Newcastle you'd be like, oh we let this guy go for 10, 20 million and we lost twenty million on this guy and he's banging in goals for fun if you know. Yeah, but that's but, a big if and it's it's I don't know. It's I not, find it's, it weird as well with Newcastle when they wouldn't spend any money for Oh, he's bizarre. bizarre. And then they spend, they break their transfer record with Almoron, who I think is a decent player. And then six months later, they went and broke it again with Joel Linton. It's the fact they gave Rafa Benitez as well absolutely no money. And then, with all due respect to Steve Bruce, as soon as he came in, they gave him money. Mm. I don't know if it's Mike Ashley sort of realised if I don't invest in this team, no one's going to want to, no one's going to inherit this team. Yeah, yeah. It just seems strange to me. Like, I do feel bad for Newcastle fans. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. When, I'm saying that when we're 19th. <laughs> if you if you look at if you look at Joe Linton gig, like he, I, I'm pretty sure you'd think that he's a worse transfer than uh, Sigurdsson, Havertz, Pogba, and Pepe. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that. No, I, think, I think that decides it to get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, Maybe, maybe in reality they shouldn't shouldn't sell him. But if you could just uh, not have it happen, not have had that happen, then you definitely, you yes. def like there there wouldn't be a question about it. You'd be like you'd take it in a heartbeat. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to Chef U? Uh, yes. So we got uh, Sanderberg. Um, I really rate him. I think that for a holding midfielder, he is class on the ball. Every time I've watched him. I thought he's their best player. Um, they didn't spend loads on him either. And I think that, I mean, I, th I think he may have had a bit of an injury recently. Um, I might be wrong on that, but... If, no, no, well, he, um, he, he's torn his hamstring. He's out for three months, which I think is a killer uh, for them. That is a killer for them. Because whenever, like when, um, when uh, Sheffield came to the Albion, I thought, He's he's like he wasn't actually creating chances, but he was just starting things that like in a better team could definitely become something. Do you know what I mean? I think he's got a really good footballing brain. He's he is good on the ball for a lad who's quite big and not very quick. He can dribble quite well, um, and yeah, not not a lot of money. And I think if they go down, which it's looking quite likely, um, Chef, you would do very well to keep him. So I'm going to say keep the change. Yeah, for me, I thought I always thought like. If Sheffield were to go down last year, obviously they weren't in danger of it last year, but he'd be one who would easily find another Premier League club. Um, he's still only 22 mm. as well, which is young. Than yeah, yeah, very young. Uh, 23 caps for Norway already. Uh, 73 times he played for Genk, which is obviously a decent standard. Um, yeah, he was, and I was reading up about his hamstring injury. And uh, basically, what he went to, like normal hamstring injury, you think he'd just like, overstretch or something. Yeah. Basically, he went to block a shot, and the force that the ball hit his toe basically ruptured his whole thing. ruptured his whole hamstring and tore it off the bone. Basically, oh. which just sounds horrendous. Oh. 
poor bloke. Yeah, so you think you've just taken I'm, uh, I'm glad you it. shared that with yeah, me. Yeah, cheers. Oh, Sorry well, for any listeners who are a bit uh, but, yeah. crazy about that. And you can see a picture of Sanderberg's hamstring in the description down below. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, so keep the change for we shouldn't Sanderberg. Laugh. We shouldn't laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I think... Yeah, yeah, oh, I had something signing, but... Yeah, I, yeah. I think keep the change. I think I think that's a great signing. Better than Brewster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. That was a shite one. It, it, sometimes I just think when players come from an academy of a big club, people think they're going to be good. Like, look at Solanke. Oh, he's shit as well. I don't know. He did all right at Swansea, but like Rian Brewster to say, you're going to score the goals to keep me in the Premier League, it's just it's just bold. And yeah. Like, well, I, so Chris Wilder as well, such a switched on so heads yeah, on going for an yeah. unproven signing when mm. you need yeah, yeah. people to keep yeah it unfair up. to say shit but just unproven but people yeah. think because they're from a big club they're gonna they, they just will be good um then but, maybe when you do so well in your first season it kind of gets to your head a bit and you mm. sort of presume you you're going to be in safety so you could buy someone for the future well, yeah, he, did wear a, he did wear a champions league medal to his <laughs> to get his hair cut so it does seem like he's coming to his head a bit <laughs> Jesus Christ, he sounds like a right laugh at parties, doesn't he? <laughs> right, uh, moving on. Yeah. Okay, Southampton, is it? Yeah, Danny Ings. So, Danny Ings for 20 million. I think uh, that's a good deal. What he's done, what he's done, I think, was it, uh, I can't remember, I think it's like 28 goals in 49 Premier League games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yeah, uh, for me, and for not for not costing that much, but doing so well. He's a, a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone for keep the change, um, but I can un- understand why you would put bloody bloke. I'm not going to argue against it. I also think one thing he did help with, because obviously Southampton have been in the Premier League a long time now. They're fairly established. So I don't think finances matter too much to them, but he's the reason that um, they sold Charlie Austin, who, when he was at Southampton, was on 100k per week. Which is massive. So I mean, like for any club, 100k a week is a lot, especially for a club like Southampton. So you're I think... a proper, you're a proper stickler for the wages, aren't you? Al? Well, th- th- it's a big thing for. Let me put some out of thin air. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> bro, this is true. Like, because so, Charlie Austin's on, um, like, he's West Brom's most highest played. He's West Brom's highest paid player now. Um, and he was on 100k per week, which I know isn't sound, doesn't sound like ridiculous for a Premier League club, but that's what like three, four million a year. Yeah, um, for for me, he's a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. <laughs> yeah, I think like he is their talisman, and for 20 million, you, for your best player to be a talisman, they're mm. they're they're going to finish mid-table comfortably this season at least. I think he, yeah, we all. We were all sort of impressed when he first came onto the scene with Burnley. He had a torrid time of injuries uh, with Liverpool, which seemed more of a shame because I'm pretty sure it's his boyhood club as well. Um, yeah. Although he doesn't sound very scouts, I might add. But um, but yeah, he is <laughs> uh, six goals and three assists in 12 games this season. He showed no signs of slowing down. He's mm. 28, so you'd think he's got two or three years of goal banging in him. Um, yeah. Bloody, <laughs> bloody bloke for me. Bloody, bloody bloke. bloke. Bloody bloke. Just unlucky to be playing at the time of Harry Kane, I think. Yeah. England-wise. Yeah. You can say that about any England striker. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Not ever, but well, not ever because Harry Kane hasn't been around for that long. <laughs> yeah. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Harry Kane kept Robbie Fowler out of the team for ages. <laughs> I think that was Defoe. <laughs> uh, who's up next then? Ndombele. Ndombele. Okay, yeah. I I think this one may be, uh, may be a little bit hard to go for. Uh, I'm not sure where I stand on him. I think Me he's, he's picked, up, picked up in form this season, but last season he just didn't really... Like he didn't justify the price tag at all in terms of maybe he wasn't afforded like the the game time to to do it uh, and prove his worth. I think I'd probably lean to solid signing now just because he clearly has got talent and has been performing well recently. But then I also think 
that maybe is not worth the price tag. Um, it was very expensive. For me, it, it's a difficult one because Spurs have for so long been so shrewd in the transfer market. And then if they spend this much on a player, you, you automatically assume they're going to be like incredible. I think if you did ask me at the start of the season, I'd be bordering between not worth the price tag and get rid of it because because of his work rate. I didn't see a future for him in a Mourinho team. I didn't think he did enough. But because Hoiberg's come in, uh, it's allowed him to play in more of a number 10 role and you can see the talent he's got on the ball. And I do think he's a very important player for him. I think already you've seen that this season. Like he won't he won't play he won't drop him unless he has to. Um mm. Delhi Ali's not had a look in. For me for me he's a solid signing as well because of his age. I think he will I think he will be a mm. big part of this Tottenham too. I'm happy to keep that. I've not got any strong feelings on him. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's been a bit short-sighted to put him in solid signing when you'd consider at the start of the season that he could be get rid of it. I suppose, yeah. Uh, so I think I think for me, not worth the price tag is probably the most fitting. Yeah, okay. I'll Okay. So we move on to Grady D and Garner next, and I've got some quite strong opinions on this one. So I would like to go first. <clears throat> Now, Grady Dean Garner, in terms of Premier League signings, isn't that expensive. But West Brom have always been quite a tight-fisted club. Um, And last year, he was brilliant in the championship. Uh, He got, I think, like 15 goals and assists, and he did have a a few months out with injury. Um, And at the start of the season, I think second game uh, against Everton, he scored a good goal. And ever since that, I don't even think he's been on the ball. Um, and when he has, he's fallen over it. So, <laughs> um, I'm putting him in get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been absolute shite this season. But, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not going to get better, and I really hope he does because I do still like him. But I think if we turn, I don't want to base it off last season because one, he was in the championship, and two, he was on loan, so we hadn't paid any money for him. Whereas this year we paid a loan still counts towards it in terms well, of yeah. they were still playing for your club. They were, but 18 to 22 million is a lot for West Brom. And he has scored, yeah. I think, one goal. I don't think he's got any assist. And he's been one of the only players who's been selected in an attacking position. He's pretty much stayed in the team throughout. And like against Leeds, he was. Absolute shite. He was shite the game before against, um, not the game before, uh, the game before Liverpool, he was shite. He keeps falling over the ball. And I'm not joking, like, he'll take a touch, he'll try to beat someone, and the ball rolls under his foot and he's on the floor. Like, he's genuinely not Premier League quality at the moment. For me, um, I mean, obviously, you pair have seen him play more than me, um, but I went with solid signing. I think eight goals and seven assists in 30 games last season. Um, yeah, and when Mark Noble comes out and says, I'm gutted to see this player leave on Twitter and calls out his boyhood club, mm. I think you, there, there's got to be some sort of talent there. I mean, there is talent there, there is talent there. I know, I know I, what you're saying, I know what you're saying. Like, it's a lot of money for West Brom, who typically don't spend a lot, but 18 million isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things. I don't think, I mean, if, if even if you finish bottom this year, you'll get 90 million from TV. Like, I do think I'm being harsh on him, potentially, but I am basing it off his performances this season. I'm not saying that he isn't a player with talent and I obviously want him to perform. I'd never want a West Brom player to play badly, but based on how it's been so far, it's not good enough at all. Uh, I I mean, I won't fight you to put him any higher because you've watched him play a lot more than me. I think, um, yeah, I don't think he's get rid of it at all. I think, like, even if he... Even if he had only just come in this season, it would have been harsh to say get rid of it. It's like what he's had uh, fourteen games in the Prem or whatever. Uh, I think he's obviously one of the main reasons we've got up uh, last season, and he'll probably be one of the reasons if we stay up that we do. Uh, I think because it's West Brom and we don't spend much and never do, eighteen million is a lot. Uh, especially for a player like Dean Garner. Um, and I think I'd probably go not worth the price tag, but I think get rid of it so harsh. I do th- I do think I'm probably being harsh and maybe it's because I don't want to be biased to my own club as well. 
But I, I, I'm not happy with how he played this season as well. Yeah, but how many, um, how many baggage players are you happy with, bar maybe Johnson? Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, there's not many. I mean, Conor Gallagher, I bloody love, but he's on loan anyway. So, but it's, it's not just about like not being impressed with him. It's like I genuinely just don't think they've shown Premier League quality in any way. Of just like it just that the average pass he plays, I think that was too slow. You not he gives away so many unnecessary fouls as well. Like. Every game, I reckon I'll say, hear myself saying, fuck me, Dean Garner, three times. You just foul someone. Yeah, but that's because you fancy him. <laughs> yeah, I just fancy him bad. <laughs> He's fit, to be fair. Um, I mean, I want him to play. You're well, watching but... Dean Garner. <laughs> <laughs> Alex right. underscore Forder in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, shall we move on? Uh, yeah, uh, is it Seb Haller? Yeah, it's Haller next. Um, for uh, me, I wouldn't mind shooting. If yeah, right. if you want to go um, for it, Gig. Um, for me, if you look at his stats, he's not terrible. Um, he seems to get an untold amount of stick. Um, seven goals and an assist in 32 games last year. And a team that came stick deep in the league, I don't think he's bad at all. The reason why he's not a solid signing um, is because of the 45 million price tag, which is pretty pretty horrendous I think but if you yeah. look he's 26 he got 24 24 goals and 13 assists in 60 games for Frankfurt and I'd probably argue that West Ham is a bit of a step down in terms of where they'll be competing with Frankfurt yeah, or West Frankfurt Ham, like Europe um, and then uh, had a great partnership with Jovic there who obviously is a quality player and I think he would like raise his game but he also scored 30 goals in 65 games for Utrecht in the era of his day. so I don't think he's worth 45 million, but I definitely don't think you'd be getting rid of him. Yeah, I think there's definitely um, signs of a p- proper player there, but I don't think he's consistent enough to um, warrant uh, a 45 million price tag or whatever it is. And I think West Ham fans would agree with that as well. I think they do think he's an all right player, but West Ham have just had a problem with strikers for years, haven't they? They've never really had. Yeah, players. I think Antonio is kind of the go to now as well, which. Is like yeah. back to Ewan's point earlier. If you if West Ham buying someone for 45 million, you should be one of the first names on the team sheet. And it was the same, yeah. with, same with Philippe Anderson. I think he cost 42 and a half million and he, he doesn't get a look. Mm, yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think Hall is a bad player at all, and it would be harsh to, to have him as a get rid of it. But uh like when Mikel Antonio, a player that they already had there, uh is keeping him sort of from being their number one striker. Uh, then it's it's kind of be impossible to put him as a solid sign in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. So one I think not that... worth the price tags. Fair for him. One yeah, thing I'd like to just oh, go, go, on, for it, go for it, go for it, go for it. Well, I was going to say I was going to go off on a tangent a bit about Mikel Antonio. I don't mm. really know what his position is because he signed for West Ham as a right back from Forest. Yeah. And then he moved up to right midfield, and then he started playing striker. Then he's also played centre mid for him. So what would you say about Mikel Antonio keeping uh, Haller out the side? If I think not just put James Milner under position. They, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I think they stayed in the league last year because of a Mikel Antonio purple patch. I think he scored seven goals mm. in the last four games or something. And yeah. I, I genuinely believe they'd go down this year because that was the only thing that kept him up and I didn't think he was sustainable enough to keep him up. But they've, they've strengthened and they look a much more uh, well-drilled team. Um, I also just so, think there's worse teams. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're nearer the top. They're nearer the top six than now the bottom three. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah do, but... they are exceeding expectations. I do think. I think now he's a striker is his best position. I think he's got all the attributes. Even though he's not like the most coordinated of players, you wouldn't really want to play against him because he's one of the strongest players in the league. He's fast, and he's a little bit unpredictable as well. So I don't think you'd want to play against him. He loves an overhead kick. Yeah, so. Yeah, for me, he's, for me, he's not worth the price tag, Haller. But yeah, and I think he will. Uh, he will become their their number nine of choice. Uh, and so is that left us with uh, Jimenez? Yes, that's left us with Jimenez. Jimenez, what thirty million? Yeah. Um, uh, you me, wouldn't want to hear what you have to say. I want to because you have right. not been very opinionated. Well, I. 
I think he's been uh, very good. I don't think he's at the level of a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd probably go for keep the change for him. Ick. For me, he's a bloody bloke. A bloody bloke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to agree. If you'd have asked me, if you'd have asked me a month or so ago, I'd probably say keep the change. But in a Wolves team that didn't score a lot of goals when they were playing well because of them being so well drilled and they didn't have to, if you know what I mean. They were they were a one nil team. I think since he's since his bad injury against Arsenal, um they've won just once in six games, only scoring four goals in that time. Um I think his partnership with Yotta was massive. Um and I do think on his own he's he will score enough goals from without Yotta. But now they're missing both and they, they do seem to be struggling. Um, he's got 30 goals and 14 assists in 76 Premier League games. He's played every game from the last two seasons. Um, mm. For 30 million to be your main striker, um, I don't think there's a lot in the Premier League at the minute, especially Wolves, Wolves are short of a bit of cash. There's some some questionable Portuguese uh, financial oh, There's there. definitely something but, else uh, going on. Yeah, down for, there, but... for what he's. For the level he's taken Wolves to, he's a bloody bloke for me. A bloody bloke. (laughs) Yeah, I I have to agree uh, completely based on just how many goals and assists he's getting and how, again, you look at the difference in performance. I mean, I think um, Fabio Silva, he was never signed as a starter, but he is now. I think he's a bit unlucky to have not got a few more goals and I think he's actually a bit of a player coming on. But um, going back to Jimenez, I think he's class and I think Wolves are really missing him. And like Gig said, 30 million for a mid-table Premier League striker who scores goals and gets assists is not um, bad at all. And yeah, I for, put him in. for me, he's. I think a lot of top six teams would take him. I think he's a much better player than Martial. I think he'd actually be perfect for Liverpool. I think his range of passing for a centre-forward is unbelievable. And I think that would allow him to play as that sort of false nine with Salah and yeah. Mane, like that kind of Firmino role. Um I think Chelsea would probably have him. Uh, I know they got options there, but looking at Werner's form, and I think he's a better player than Tammy at the moment. Um, wouldn't have him over Aguero, obviously, but certainly he gets into the Man U team, and I think he'd be perfect for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, you've both made very good points, uh, and I think what edges it for me, uh, as well as your arguments, is uh, I think the TikTok, the official. Wolves account put on where Jimenez was dancing around Maguire and someone else and uh, the comment uh, the comment was what it looks like when you drop uh, 120 million on the floor or something uh, <laughs> that's decent. I thought, thought it looked looked pretty good so we'll um, uh, we'll we'll put him as a, a bloody bloke a bloody bloke yeah. <laughs> I do think he loses some credibility because he used to celebrate in a mask though to be fair but yeah, that yeah. Tony Crows wouldn't be happy. Yeah, you can't have it all. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's a bloody bloke for me. Good player. Mm. A bloody bloke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that, that is everyone, everyone. I mean, we've got uh, we can put everyone in there again if you want. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the uh, for the audio listeners, we've accidentally uh, got a double photos of. Uh, of everyone. It was just in case the first ones went missing. Just just for yeah. <laughs> And we also. Do you mean like Paul Pogba every week? Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We should tweet uh, this to, to Sooness. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with that, boys. So, yeah, Alex, um, uh, do you want to let the audio listeners know what we've got everyone else? So, in a uh, bottom tier of get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> we have Ben Gibson, Christian Benteke and Joel Linton. In not worth the price tag, we have Pepe, uh, Kai Havertz, Gilfie Sigurdsson, Paul Pogba, Undombele, Grady Diangana, and Sebastian Heller. Uh, in solid signing, we've got Ollie Watkins, Webster, Engisa, Rodrigo. In keep the change, it's Rodri and Sanderberge from Sheffield United. And in <laughs> bloody bloke, I sh- nobody knows who Sheffield United is. <laughs> 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 there's a bloody bloke a bloody bloke yeah. <laughs> we've got uh yuri t yuri t elements uh virgil van dyke danny ings and finally raul jimenez 
And uh, are there any are there any last minute changes we want to put in there, lads? Oh, I don't think there are. Not for me. No, I'm happy with that. I'm. I'm not, it's I'm the only time I've seen uh, Rodri and Sanderberg together, though. To be fair, <laughs> I think that'd be a classic. <laughs> but no, no. In the uh, in term in terms of context with Alex uh, and stuff, yeah, it's about right. Mm. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, follow us on Instagram at FNF3 with the number three points. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FNFTTP uh, and on TikTok, FNF underscore three underscore points. Uh, anything else you want to say, lads? Uh, the YouTube channel will be dropping soon as well. And we will probably leave a link in the description of whatever um, podcast site you're listening to us on. And that means you get to uh, watch and see our beautiful backgrounds of the fantastic uh, stadiums that we're currently at. <laughs> Yeah, if we all give a bit of three legendary stadiums. Yeah, certainly. well, certainly. Okay, so I think uh, we'll leave it there, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Ciao. Right. Ciao.